You're listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Monday, the 8th of August 2022. Uh, Later, the cost of home insurance keeps rising. What can you do about it? But first, to inflation, because you may have noticed that some food prices have been falling lately. The Department of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry says beef prices have been declining for some months. Broccoli has come off their recent peaks and blueberries are down. So where to now? For more, I spoke earlier with Craig James. He's the chief economist at Comsec. Well, there's some good news for Aussie consumers finally. What we've seen is beef and lamb prices have come down from the high. If we look at vegetables, broccoli and bean prices are a little bit cheaper. And in terms of fruit, it's kiwi fruit and blueberries, which is somewhat cheaper as well. Uh, it's not all good news. Uh, what we do know is that tomato and lettuce prices continue to remain high. So all combined, what does it say about the inflationary environment? It's still somewhat of a choppy environment, particularly when you think about food prices. There's been all manner of issues, uh, herd rebuilding, feed prices, uh, fertiliser prices, uh, fires earlier in the year in in Western Australia and also floods across the East Coast. And that's creating some choppy conditions in terms of prices. Finally, petrol prices are on the way down. The Australian Institute of Petroleum says uh, the average cost for a litre of unleaded fuel fell by about eight cents last week to a 15-week low of $1.73.6. But what happens now and what's your advice to motorists? Well, there's discount cycles that operate in places like Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. Some of those cycles are very much long in the tooth. We would expect the prices would be rising fairly, fairly shortly. The ready reckoner, though, whether you're in Sydney or whether you're in Hobart, is that the wholesale price is sitting around about $1.60 a litre. If you add on a margin of 10 to 15 cents, what you should be paying is somewhere in the region of $1.70 to $1.75. So if you can fill up those sorts of prices, you're doing very, very well in the current environment. Craig James there from Comsec. Now to the Australian share market where not a lot happened. The S&P A6200, 7,020. That's up 0.1%. For more, I spoke earlier with Julia Lee from Spider ETF. She's a strategist there. Feels like the market's in a bit of a holding pattern, and that's because US interest rates are so important to setting the, the risk environment for the share market at the moment. And this Wednesday, we will see inflation numbers out of the US. If the numbers are bigger than expected, expect that to be bad for the share market. But if the inflation numbers are less than expected, that will be good for the share market. So that's a big risk event. Here on the market today, though, it's all about the mining space, the materials, the energy sector and the utility sectors, the only sectors gaining ground today. If we look at some of the top corporate stories today here in Australia, Oz Minerals has rejected a, an $8.3, $8.4 billion bid by BHP. Why? And, and what's the motivation for BHP for this asset? If we have a look at the environment for miners at the moment, it's pretty tough. China's slowing down. The US is in a technical recession. We'll probably see the Eurozone as well as the UK following suit. So the outlook for commodities being tough Companies with cash have a choice of buying or staying still. And I think the companies that have strong balance sheets will choose to acquire companies in order to buy growth or at least cut costs. And that's really what we're seeing here. So I'd expect to see more takeover activity for the space in coming months. Reporting season is really ramping up as of this week. 
What are you looking out for? And importantly, are, are dividends safe? We know that investors are very concerned about inflation and interest rates at the moment. So that is going to be the key to reporting season. Whether or company, whether or not companies are able to pass on the higher costs that they are seeing or whether they have to absorb those costs. So we'll be watching margins and we'll also be watching the tightness in the labour force and whether that's having an impact. Unfortunately, the outlook for dividends isn't good and that's because of the tougher economic environment, which means that companies are likely to hoard cash rather than giving it back to shareholders. And finally, we saw the market really recover in July, I think up something like 6%. Are investors now feeling confident and are there opportunities out there? It's been a fantastic performance, not only for the Australian share market, but share markets around the globe, the global market, up by almost 7% in July. Unfortunately, the numbers are showing us something a little bit different. And if we have a look at how money is flowing, it's still flowing into the very defensive areas of the market. If we have a look at sectors, it's healthcare, utilities, which have seen inflows for the month of July. And I guess that's to be expected. We've seen interest rate hikes now, but it takes about six months of that uh, six months to filter down to the general economy. So we'd expect the economic numbers from around about September to start reflecting those higher interest rates. Julia Lee there, Spider ETF strategist. Now to insurance, and today Suncorp says insurance premiums for homes are rising because of extreme weather events as claims climb. Now, the company says it did post a 34% decline in full-year profit to $681 million, its share price down around 4.6% as a result. So what can you do about rising home insurance premiums? For more, I spoke earlier with Tim Bennett from Finder. One of the golden rules of insurance is more claims means higher premiums. And that's because as the cost of insuring homes and rebuilding homes goes up, those costs are passed on to consumers. And I add to that record high inflation, especially in the building industry, and you've got a perfect storm for sky high premiums. So what does the average policy cost and for what? The average home and contents policy in Australia costs around 140 bucks a month. Now, that varies wildly based on where your home is, what type of home it is, uh, if you're in a flood or fire-prone area, as well as factors like the age of your home and uh, how much the contents are worth. So the money question, how can you lower your premiums or your home insurance costs? There are a few ways to lower your home insurance costs. Uh, one of them is to take out a higher excess. Uh, that's the amount that you'll pay as you know your contribution to any insurance claim. And that'll generally result in a lower premium. It's also worth making sure that you've got the best home insurance on the market. Regularly compare products from different companies to make sure you're getting a good deal. At the same time, how can you make sure that you avoid being underinsured? Because there are, there are quite a few homes that are either underinsured or not insured at all, right? Our research found that one in six homeowners didn't have home insurance, which is um, a real worry because, you know, we're talking potentially half a million to a million dollars if things go wrong and you're not insured. Now, you add to that ASIC data, which estimated that around 80% of Australian homes are underinsured, and you've got a recipe for disaster. The best solution is to make sure that your home insurance policy is up to date and that it still covers the true cost of replacing your home. Tim Bennett there from Finder. 
This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music